thingy and now we are now so now we're live on mixel r how did you love it for i know like i'm sure you have been waiting a little bit but yes so, hello r and eunice uh so and people that will be joining us eventually on mixel r so today's topic um we're just going to be talking about what we saw in the flyer um basically the missing link between like personal and social advancement so we're just going to do it on that um we have some questions um i sent oria and you need some questions earlier on um and so we're just going to talk about them a little bit if you have questions you can put it in the chat or you can send us a voice note on whatsapp of course even people that have my number I'll be able to do that but if you don't then you can totally send it on mixlr and you can send the voice note using on um, the the link the voice note link on our mixlr page so awesome 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 so the first question or should i say to begin i guess i would like everyone to introduce themselves we have orange we have units let's go and i guess alphabetical order that's it i don't know that's how it is arranged on your end so we can start with Eunice. So Eunice, uh, would you mind you know introducing yourself? Um, maybe what you do, where you are currently. Okay, yeah, sure. So my name is Eunice Obidi, and um, I like being called Unique Eunice. <laughs> That's like a sort of nickname for me. I am a student. I study mass communication at the University of Lagos and I am a writer, a spoken word artist and um, you can say a Christian. That's a very big part of my identity. So um, I write a lot. I love writing because I believe that that is one tool that can change people's lives. I feel like words are very important in changing people and um, their outlook to life basically not just for entertainment in terms of writing stories and films and scripts and all that but also in making people better so writing is, is a very huge part of my identity i'm a writer i'm also a spoken word artist i do spoken words for events even though i am trying to learn how to do spoken words by myself like to create the videos myself but that should be all for me Okay, thank you, Inis. Awesome. So, Inis is a writer and a spoken word artist. Um, so, Aura, do you want to introduce yourself? What do you do? Who are you? Where can we find you? <laughs> okay, my name is Aura Luwalusajo Jeladi. Yeah, so I'm a student. Yeah, and by God's grace, I run a NGO and I just practically like seeing smiles on other people's face. That is awesome. Okay, so that is the. Oh, were you going to say something else? Five directed. No, no. Okay, well, okay, that is awesome. So we have Eunice. Eunice is a writer, spoken word artist, and already um, has the privilege of running an NGO. As you can see from our voices, we are all students. So. This is definitely going to like part of the should I say the goal of this is to appeal or should I say kind of reach out to the to people our age. Of course, people of all ages are welcome. 
but definitely you know we're going to try to appeal to people around our age you know so the first question i guess the first official question would be okay, let me scroll to the the question list because we need to make sure we're going another here we go so our first official question is so can you give us a brief background story of like what you're doing and like how you started so like um, okay we can start with units yes so how did you start um writing is this something that you like started like when you're very very small or it's like a recent development Okay, um, for me, writing started um, since I knew how to write, basically. I think before that time, it was majorly about the scripts were going on in my head or the different plots and twists were going on in my head before I knew how to write because I remember I would think about so many things and the different possible ways that life can play out and some of them were very scary. For example, if my mom went out you know so many things would just come up in my imagination about the things that could happen so when i knew how to write um it was basically about bringing those things that were in my head down to paper and so it started when i was since i was a very young person but um as i grew older um i knew how to construct my thoughts and arrange them in a way that I'm not just writing for myself now, but writing for an audience. And so that's how I started writing. It started from a very young age. And I just kind of built up on that. I started a blog when I was um, 16 or 17 years old. They They taught us, it was one of the courses that, one of the topics in one of the courses that we do in, that we did last come. So, you know, I just thought, if they teach us how to do blogging, what's the use of just learning how to do it and, you know, writing it down and passing exams because of it? I thought, let me actually do something about it instead of leaving it as a theory, as a theoretical kind of thing. So I started a blog and the primary purpose of that blog was just to share my thoughts and um, um juices and all but as i went on i realized that a blog is so much more than that you can it, it, it is such a powerful tool in um, helping people see themselves and you know transforming lives basically um instilling the virtues of honesty integrity discipline so from there i think it was that realization that kept me going that blogging or writing isn't just about me but it's about the power that um, it has in changing people and that's currently where I'm at I hope to do more in the nearest future that is nice thank you so much for sharing uh, you start uh, your project uh, start with the, uh, yeah basically brief background story okay so um, I think I had just left secondary school then and then I had this particular friend who, like, we know on the norms, your birthday, you expect everyone to, like, you expect to celebrate it and give people things like just cake and drink and everything. But then mm-hmm. this friend, this friend of mine decided to go to a slum and celebrate that birthday and all. So I was talking, I was discussing with my friends and we're like, that's a very bright idea. 
that we can actually start doing things like that like from the spot you just start scratching things out and we just came out with something and we're like workout and then it looked like it was very visible but it was really hard because when everybody had finished the exam everybody wanted to relax and most people just gave up on the dream and just but then i picked it up and i'm grateful to the people that were surrounded like i was surrounded by and they helped me and they pushed it further to where it is right now okay thank you so much for sharing or that's actually um very nice and i like what one thing that you said you know like um, especially one thing you know like, i think I'm, the two things i picked from you know eunice and or is that for example part one is that you can start something out you know from a particular perspective but it's, maybe it is until you get involved and you now really see that okay this is actually bigger than me this is bigger and what i imagine so sometimes if you're looking at you know maybe a project you're looking at something that someone else is doing from the outside or something that seems very popular it's actually very different from when you're actually experiencing it because then you're not, not yeah. you're not just observing anymore you're actually in it then you now begin to see see hidden difficulties and maybe challenges we're definitely going to talk about this later um so our next question actually um, which is kind of related to this is okay so this is related to it in a way and i think both of us have already touched on it but if you could just give like a brief um uh, should i say like one minute you know if you want to go deeper maybe one minute explanation of like why so there's a brief background story but if there's like you know any specific why that you feel like you left out that you want to mention you can also like you know identify is this time to identify like why exactly you started that your project so um Minis, do you have anything else to add to your original background story uh i don't i don't think i have any additional thing it started just as a way to release my creative juices at first mm-hmm. but later it became something that i wanted to use to impact lives yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, or so, any other contributions? Maybe something that you felt like you left out. Okay, for me, I just I I don't really like I didn't really have a reason to start. I just felt like it was nice. Hmm. Awesome. Okay. Well then, yeah. so everybody listening can hear. Uh, there we go. Um, then our next question, so that, I think that this way we can move on to the next question. So our next question would be, in what way do you, in what way do you create change with what you do? So for people listening, um, the topic for today, just in case maybe you got here by accident, um, is the missing link between our, or the missing link in our personal and social advancements or agendas. Then... I went online. So this is like a little backstory. But I went online, right? And I checked the definition of social change because that is something that is very popular now. Especially since like last year, like, you know, with the whole, like 2020 as a whole, like nationally and internationally, like pandemic. And then each nation has to deal with some sort of social crisis. Um, and, you know, people are just like really wondering, okay, what is change? Like social impacts, you know, justice, this, that, this, that. So I was like, let's ask Google because, you know, Google 
you're supposed to know everything. And when I asked Google, I was like, Google, what is the meaning of social change? Google was like, there's no definition. Like, you know, everybody has their own definition. And I was like, wonderful. But definitely, you know, from what I read, you know, I kind of came up with something, you know. And Eunice and Ori kind of discussed this issue, you know, kind of pulled thoughts together. But basically what I came up with after reading all the things that I did was that, like, human beings are social beings. Like, most of our behaviors are, like, influenced by other people. You can't give birth to a human being in isolation. Like, if you do that, even Adam and Eve stuff, like, God had to put Eve in the picture because, like, human beings are not created to exist alone, right? And so human beings naturally are social beings. So whenever you think of social change, you have to think of change as a collective, like, as a collective action, something that has to happen together. But unfortunately, especially when it comes to issues that are very big, it seems like, oh, there's this like on and off button. So like you need to put on or you need to put off this button and then everybody automatically changes. But the thing is that human beings are social beings. It means that we can be influenced, right? So we are all, we, we all be created differently. So for example, Eve influenced Adam to eat the apple. So Adam was minding his own business and then she came and she was like, ah, come and see one apple that I saw. And she sort of went that trouble. So that is one thing about human beings. And that is one thing I wanted to bring out in social change. So people always think that, oh, social change, like, you have to, everybody has to change at the same time. Or maybe, um, some people even think everybody accepts me. Like, we have to do, we have to, we have to, we have to. But the thing about social change is that most times, once you are able to introduce a new system of thinking, a new mindset, a new, should I say, like, stream of influence, once people can adapt to that, then it causes a ripple effect. And so this is the social change that we're trying to bring into, should I say, like a general community discussion. A social change that is not just, oh, okay, like you need some big organization or you need some, you know, like national agenda. It's like a social change that starts with you, but then causes ripple effects. Why? Just because of the natural psychology that we have as human beings to be influenced by others. So this is the social change that we're going to be talking about. You can have personal change. So for example, if you see someone on social media that you like, and you're like, oh, okay, this person, like, I like, you know, the way they act. I like the things that they have achieved. I want to be a part of this. So I want this for myself. You know, some people will be like, ah, God, when? Or some people ask questions like, oh, how did you do this? And they now start, you know, implying start implementing some templates and they start seeing the same results so you can have personal change and then of course as you can see there's also national change and some people are like mm, my goodness <laughs> so the national change it's just basically change on a larger scale so you don't have to go and stand you know like at astro rock and be like you guys we need to you know like once you do it doesn't have to be astro rock you don't have to go to astro rock and like infiltrate all you need is you influencing your community of people and everyone is connected to a different community that's the thing that i like to think of nobody has the burden of being the one to you know like implement or to initiate any massive scale like nobody can do that even the president even presidents of country they have a hard time governing the country just because of how diverse we are and how diverse opinions are so it's of us to create like tangible social change we need little points of interest we need like let's say like little eaves that will be influencing people but not to do bad 
to do good. <laughs> not to be seen after that they've not send us to do. Basically, people that can influence their basic spheres wherever they are and drive that change. So that is the social change that we're talking about. You know, and I just felt the need to kind of give that clarification just in case any of us were wondering. So that is where we are coming from. And so that will now lead us into our next question that I have for Unisa or so in what way do you think you create change with what you do? So you can elaborate on the should I say the inner workings or like the inner thoughts that you have or like what you think the effect of your project is. So let me switch it this way since we have done two segments, I'll switch it around. Um or would you like to start? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. I would say for me, a little drop of water makes a mighty ocean because it might be very little right now because we don't reach out to a very large community. We reach out to really small communities because mm-hmm. we, we are still students, yes. So we reach out to like small communities. We don't give... Give. but then we believe that I'm so sorry to become better so mm-hmm. we believe the little we are going to do right now would help us later would grow into something really big later on and the impact will be felt one way or the other so giving to a community making them see that there is still life aside from what's they are facing there's still joy there's still happiness there's more to life than how how the nation feels like right now yes mm-hmm. that's awesome 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 thank you so much okay um so Eunice, i guess the question is now for you so how do you feel create you create change with what you are doing Okay, so I am somebody who personally believes that um, stories have a very, very powerful effect in changing one's psychology, changing one's thinking, changing one's mindset. And just like you said earlier, that change, um, first of all, starts with somebody. It's not really so much as a community something. So we don't have to wait for everybody to start before we can create change. So um, in the process of writing, I realized that, um, like I said, I didn't just want to write from, for myself and to you know, look for an escape route, but to help people see the values in themselves and how they can bring it out. For example, in a society where, or in, an, in a community where um, truth is being trampled upon or people do not uphold values like honesty and integrity, um, it can be hard to stand up and say, okay, I want to create a change and I want to change things in this place. But um, by writing stories, I mean, I hope I know we've all read books or heard of people that their lives just inspired us. Um, if nobody wrote about Nelson Mandela, if people didn't write about Ben Carson, if, didn't, if people did not write about Mother Teresa, much of these people that we adore today... We wouldn't have heard their stories and it wouldn't have encouraged us to be better but if we read 
these people's stories and we read the stories of um people who have changed the world one way or the other something shifts inside us something changes inside us we believe that i can do this too um if these people came from very noble backgrounds and they were able to do this something just changes inside us something stirs us up that i'm also capable so um writing for me is a way of changing people's mindset because once they change on the inside their um their outward performances would can bring about social change yes definitely thank you so much for sharing you um yeah and like one thing that you said that i really resonated with was like you know, storytelling i think everybody everybody here like we like stories even on instagram like you see the let's say the posts that have more of like a story story setting they get people more intrigued because especially in this age of information i think our brains have like subconsciously adapted to filtering out what seems like this one is not really interesting but you know human yeah. beings like we love stories so, like once the brain sees that okay i think this thing there is more gist will be seen we pay more attention and i think that's just like you know, one thing that you know, everybody listening you know can get because if you are trying to get a message across stories are a very nice way to start so even if you feel like but i'm not a storyteller you don't have to like you know start like a whole fictional story but you definitely want to have like a beginning maybe a middle the middle can contain whatever you know the reason why or what we can achieve whatever you want to put in the middle and then you want to have like a goal where you have been that's basically i think you know things that i don't know if unis wants to add to this like you know what makes up a story but like definitely what keeps people attracted to the vision so that it's not like oh okay i'm just reading news to people and telling them what to do but like stories will definitely give you some sort of projection of okay this is where this is where we are going and um let's see our next question which is we're going to be going into the coral coral of the of the matter because i'm sure people are like hmm evil social change impact social change now i think people they have been saying social change they have been doing social change so definitely this is not all easy as we're all students so that's even like those one because like we're going to school and then we're having all these things we are doing these projects that we are committed to because we want to create change so there will definitely be some challenges and i think you know some of us like we've also hinted at some challenges but definitely this section will be to um, elaborate on some challenges that you have encountered while you were you know uh should i say starting in the middle of the project some challenges that maybe you are currently having or something that they're like ask people in this our area they always complain about this so you know definitely so could you just like highlight you know one or two challenges that you think are like very prominent in what you do so we can start with okay yes all right yeah okay so challenges that we faced so far i think for starting i didn't have a lot of volunteers because people felt like it was not going to like work or maybe it was just one thing that okay i just starting and then probably die once because it's not something that will last well you get yeah. and then we also had the issue of looking down like people looking at like okay these people are just children 
Mm. They are looking right now. And then we also had issues of um um yeah, there was this particular edition we had where the um I would say the area was not suitable for us. Mm-hmm. Like they were fighting and they were like we should not even come again. Like dying get to the venue. We're already on our way and they're like oh. we don't want it's complicated. They're fighting. They're doing like where you already decide. Like, like I don't want to see here again. Like you get that kind yeah. of feeling. Then apart from that, mm-hmm. finances because, like I said, we are just students. I don't expect someone to drop five hundred thousand, except your parents <laughs> want to drop it on your PR for you. So finances, yeah. like basically, those are challenges we have been facing. Okay, thank you for sharing. So, um, Ines, do you want to mention some challenges? I know that Ines might have some unique challenges since uh, it's a little different, but definitely still as valid. So, do you want to share some of those? Yeah, um, okay. One challenge, okay, I'll just mention two. The first challenge that I noticed when I started was um, lack of inspiration. It's easy to do something when you are inspired to do it. Or when mm. you feel like you have what it takes. But there would be times or there would be days when there is no inspiration coming from anywhere. You have to question yourself, why am I doing this exactly? Um, there would be temptations to quit or to stop and to say, let me just, you know, stop doing this and start writing for myself or start minding my own business because nothing is working. But um, mm. that's one challenge that I feel... Um, I definitely, and I feel like a lot of writers face it as well. Lack of inspiration. The next one is um, maybe lack of encouragement. Already mentioned that um, it can be hard when there is nobody to tell you good job or well done. You are doing well, you know, and you are just you are just logging it out on your own, making sure that you show up every time and you stay true to what you promised yourself. Um, that's one challenge that I face because not everybody is going to tell you every time that you are doing a good job or give you a pat on the back, but you just have to do what you have to do. <laughs> hmm. Okay, definitely. We're back. Hey, Oren. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, our <laughs> Okay, so we're back. Uh, thank God it went off like not um, what is it called? In the middle of what we were discussing. Hi, Eunice. How are you? Mm-hmm. So, for people who are just joining, or people who are kind of wondering what is going on, um, just a small recap. We've been talking about you know. The beginning of Venus and Oris story. Today's topic is the missing link between our social and personal advancements. Um, and we have talked about the reason, the background to their story. So Eunice is a writer, Ori is um the starter, the founder of an NGO, the slum movement. 
and basically we've just been discussing the background story of why they do what they do and what they believe they are doing the change that they believe they are creating and recently we just started talking about some challenges that they've been facing and so we're about to start segment five or question five um how they've been overcoming those challenges um challenges are definitely unique to anyone that is doing anything like even school like the most beneficial thing has challenges even drinking water that's mm. challenge involved because maybe the water dispenser is in the kitchen and then you you are in the room and you're like i'm tired like challenge so you know for something as big as social change it's definitely going to have some challenges and you know Ori and Yenis definitely mentioned some that you guys might be familiar with even if you're not like owning an NGO like just as a person that exists in the Nigerian environment like you've probably heard well like after two months now we'll see what to happen or like whenever something happens on social media maybe like something in like an injustice happened everybody puts hashtag for like two weeks and then unfortunately it's back to business so when you now you know when you when you see a young person you'll be like oh okay when i was your age <laughs> when i was your age or uh, that time all this all these social media things that people are doing is okay so that i'm on youth so definitely those are like some things that we are all familiar with and they are also very um they're also very rampant so should i say very uh, they're very common when you speak to try to do something that is against the norm. And so Unisa and Oren would definitely, I mean, would walk us through some of the things that they have done to overcome some of these challenges. So we're going to switch it again and we're going to start with Unis now. So Unis, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, um, sometimes you have lack of inspiration of what to write, being a writer. And then you also mentioned a new lack of encouragement. And um, those were two things that you really mentioned. So I don't know if there has been anything, you know, is there anything that you'd like to do to encourage yourself when you are facing, you know, these challenges? Yes. Um, for the lack of inspiration, one thing I've learned as a writer is to never wait for inspiration before I write. Um, somebody said that um, amateurs wait for inspiration and um, experts go whether the inspiration is there or not and I have, it has greatly helped my productivity once I know that it is, a, it is the time of the month to write whether or not I have inspiration I have to show up for my audience and for the people who are expecting a story in that moment so and it just happens that when i start it may not flow initially but the fact that i am there and i am showing up something comes up and then even if i leave it for five minutes when i come back ideas will start to flow and things will just move on from that instant but if i wait till i have inspiration it may never come or it may come five months later or something but um the lack of inspiration in itself has helped me to stretch my muscles so as somebody who wants who is advocating social change you don't have to wait for inspiration to do the things that you have been called to do or to do the thing that you have invested yourself in doing um whether it is raining or the sun is shining just keep showing up 
basically it is little drops of water that makes that mighty ocean then for the lack of encouragement um one way i face this challenge is by understanding that um, my validation doesn't come from people it comes from god if you are looking for people to clap for you or to tell you well done you may not always find those people of course it's important to have friends that support you and are there for you every time keep those people close they're important but um your validation doesn't come from them it comes from god so if god says that you are doing a good work please keep being there because he's the one that sees he's the one that rewards in due time and also you may have testimonials from the efforts that you have done previously um, hang on to those pre- testimonials go back to read those comments understand that if you quit other your your stopping is going to affect many people it's going to affect many lives it's going to affect many destinies um for somebody like Ore now that is the founder of an organization if she decides that nobody is nobody is giving me gift cards or nobody is clapping for me and she stops there would be a lot of people who may never find the hope that you know she is giving that she's giving out so basically understanding that your validation doesn't come from yourself but it comes from god these are the ways i've learned to tackle those challenges okay thank you very much Kines. um already want to respond to the, to the question yes um i would only talk about the financial the financial aspects because for the encouragement Eunice has really said a lot and I think that's like wraps everything up yeah so for the finances basically what we do is we spread it like we believe that if one person has a friend of 10 and mm-hmm. then a friend of 10 can donate like even if it's a 500 Naira note 500 Naira 500 Naira if we are spreading the cost around everybody so that's where everybody contributes and donates. No, out of your little, you're still making a change. Definitely. Thank you so much, Ori. So, I mean, those three points, um, if you are listening, those three points are definitely, my goodness, um, those are definitely things that I would like us to, you know, just think about. Because um, when people mention social change, I think, and I think we all you know, in some way, form, or form, we touched on this. Usually, the burden—it's—it's it's the burden that discourages people, and that discouragement sometimes it's not like, oh, okay, like maybe should I say discouragement at face value? Sometimes it manifests in other ways. So, some people they have discouragement; it shows up in maybe they just like scroll past; they don't want to hear about X, Y, Z. Some people they become critics of XYZ because they're like, you guys, like we have been doing this thing, we know it's not going to work. So like they are trying to shield some people, they use, you know, like being critics to shield themselves from being exposed to XYZ or getting yeah. their hopes up in terms of XYZ. Yeah. So that they don't have to you know be let down again. And that's exactly. one thing that I think and that's one mindset that we're trying to dissolve that social change. Because I think social change, we've given it a sort of on and off button switch, or it has to start because it has to start with me. So I have the whole body. No, one thing I already mentioned, and one thing that we're trying to do here is that most people who think that social change is like an on and off button, 
maybe they're not connected to people who are actually you know in the business of social change people who are in the business and it doesn't you don't have to have an ngo or have a blog it just has to be something and be willing to do something about that and i think every nigerian qualifies because every nigerian is passionate about something whether it is economy, price of food, like in whatever area you are, once you find something that you don't like and you ha- and you are passionate about it, of course, there are many things that, you know, we don't like. There are many things that everybody doesn't like. But this is a particular one that you are passionate about. You are automatically qualified to start making change in that area, no matter how small. But the mistake that you don't want to make is now thinking that, oh, the burden has to fall on you. You have to be able to spread... You know the change you have to be able to employ other people to be like oh, okay so this is what i think xyz and then get help from other people so the body doesn't have to fall on us but at the same time you don't want to wait for everybody because that's what encouragement that's you know the other challenges so like two different spectrums you don't want to wait for everybody to be ready because not everybody will be ready with it like even the presidents that win by quote-unquote landslide I've not heard of any presidents that won by 70% of the votes. And they call them landslide victory. So you're like, ah, so who are the other who are the other 70%? Why are they not sliding? <laughs> so yeah. So that's the thing. So you don't want to be on like you know the first spectrum when you're waiting for everybody and you're like, ah, nobody, people don't like what I'm doing, so I'm going to stop. Because like as you need said, people depend on you. But at the other side, you don't want to now be like, okay, because I'm, I'm not waiting for everybody. I'm going to carry the burden by myself. Like, little drops make a mighty ocean. And the things that you know, we are trying to solve, you know, in our personal lives, like, even in your personal life, you know, because this is also like personal advancement. When it comes to achieving your personal goals, like, you can't do it by yourself. When you never want to do something, we read articles. Like, so maybe you are trying to not procrastinate. You read an article on how to not procrastinate. By reading that article, you are engaging with someone else, asking for their advice. On the internet, it seems like, oh, okay, if I found it by myself. But what you're actually doing is that you are digitally asking someone for advice on that situation. That means that you as a person are working together to achieve your own goals. So whether it is personal, or maybe you are in like a bigger community. It's never just on you. And so that is one thing that I definitely want us to take away. You don't want to wait for everybody, but definitely you don't want to carry the burden by yourself. So we have to find that middle ground where everybody can contribute, everybody feels connected, and the burden is light. So definitely thank you, Ore and Yunis, for you know just mentioning and highlighting these challenges and how you overcame them. And I hope, you know, all um, the people listening at home, you can relate to one or two of these things. Um, so we're going to move on to the next question, which is also related to this. Um, we have to be questions on, like, challenges because this is Nigeria. <laughs> we, have to, we have to dissect it very well so that people can know what and what to avoid and what and what to lean towards. So um, we're going to start with Eunice again. Um, and this time... So you mentioned um, not waiting for inspiration. So is there any particular thing? So when you mentioned not waiting for inspiration, like, okay, you sat yourself down and you just told yourself that, okay, like this is the time of the month to write. Was there anything else that helped or anyone else that helped? So some people 
you know, like for me, if I have an assignment to do, like maybe I plug in my my playlist of inspirational song, and then by the end of like ten minutes, I'm like, hey, people, like all these people, they have sang songs for you, so now you have to do your work. <laughs> so is there anything, you know, maybe anything else, you know, that helped you when you were feeling down? That you know help you overcome these challenges that you were facing. Yes, people play a major role, and I like what she said about um, sourcing help from other people, and especially the aspect where you mentioned you may be on the internet and you see something or you read an article that you know encourages you, and you think that you did it by yourself, but you're actually pulling from somebody else's knowledge and wisdom. I, as a writer, I feel like you can't be a good writer if you're not a good reader. So um, I read a lot. And even though I never met these great people in the in reality, I have rubbed minds with them by sitting down to read their books. And um, so anytime I'm feeling less inspired, I feel like sometimes people confuse inspiration for laziness. Um, there are times when you actually have the ideas inside you. You just need to be disciplined enough to get up and get it done. But in times when there are no ideas at all, and it's actually you want to do something, but you have no ideas at all, books are a very great place to start. You can, um, when, when you read books, you glean knowledge from people. You know the struggles that they struggled with. You know how they fought their battles. You, you get wisdom, basically. It's like pulling from somebody else's ocean of knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a very, very great way to change your world by reading books because you get to understand systems you get to understand people you get to understand governments a whole lot better so books helped me thank you so much miss um so or so what things helped you while you were chugging along Okay, for me, I feel first off was God because really, God really helped me. I mean, the moments where I was just like, I'm going to. There was a particular edition to be, to be very realistic that I, particularly said that I don't think I'm going to hold. I think that was the COVID edition that was like, ah, mm. I can't bring out people, <laughs> and then everybody now gets COVID or something. Exactly. <laughs> so I felt like no, I cannot do this. But then. Also, people I surrounded myself with, they kept pushing, yes, and then God, praying to God, like, to find a way, to pave a way for me, and he did, really. Thank God. Okay, so thank you so much, Inis and Or, for, you know, mentioning those two very important points. So, you know, if you are listening and you're like, ah, books, so, my goodness, books, so, the should mentioned books. I was about to say book person. You know, definitely, when, whenever we mention books, I think we all have this notion of the, you know, like the classic, um, yeah. you know, books. books are everywhere. <laughs> there are online books, you know, and if you are Christian, I know some, like some Christian communities are like really heavy on books. Like they have all these um books from like, you know, very good preachers and like you have like whole, you know, like libraries of books. So people also have ebooks. So if you're like the person in secondary school, you were always sharing some authors that we shall not mention. You know, you're always sharing them with your friends. Ah, send them so so and so to me. Ah, send so so and so to me. In that same way, you can have access to books written by 
you know, people who may not be in your sphere. And one thing I liked about what Uni said is that you can learn about so much from books. It's not just what you want to learn. So once in a while, pick, pick up a book that you may not feel um you may not feel like oh this is in your genre. And in the should I say should I say in the in the space of social change, you know, books are definitely something that is going to help us. So in Nigeria, like Nigeria it is stories that we are used to. We are used to stories, right? But the stories that we are used to are bad stories. There are stories that we see on the news. There are the stories that we see on Twitter. There are the stories that, you know, either frustrate or depress or enrages. But what you want to do is that as you are exposing yourself to, you know, such influence or such stories, you want to have a backup. So one thing... um. That I definitely remember at this point is Chimamanda's Danger of a Single Story. So if you've not watched the TED Talk, I beg of you all, please head over to YouTube. But not now, after the <laughs> after the podcast, head over to YouTube and watch what she mentioned. She mentioned that it's very dangerous to have one perspective. When she was mentioning that she was talking about you know racism and you know like a singular view of like you know African people. But I think in the same when it comes to social change, it's very dangerous to have you know one view, and one view that Nigerians are expressing, oh, it's not possible. Like you know, oh, somebody died October twenty. Look at what happened. October twenty 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 one. Look at what happened. And look at that boy. Look at what happened. So it's the same narrative that we keep getting. Meanwhile, in some small pockets, good things are happening, but we are not exposed to them. And that's why, you know, I like it when people tell their stories online. You can see that, okay, people are doing so. If you are on social media, I always say this. Follow people that may not be posting the regular clothes, shoes. I went to party. You know, look at me on TikTok. You want to expose yourself to people who are telling an alternative story so that you are not used to a singular narrative. Because people who are used to a singular narrative they cannot envision a different narrative. Some people yeah. outside, you know, that have jackpot, when they jackpot, they're usually very surprised when people yeah. in the US ask Nigerians whether they are living on trees. And Nigerians are like, ah, trees scare. If I show you Lekki, yeah. even you said you cannot buy us from Banana Island. People are very surprised because that's the story that they see. When they watch National Geographic, they never show Lekki. They only show Kenya Safari. And so, exactly. we are experiencing on like, when it comes to social change, we are experiencing something very similar but very different at the same time. We are being fed a consistent narrative of stories that are usually negative such that when somebody now brings something that okay we want to like already said now they want us to go to you know like a place and people are like oh okay yeah yeah, we're all excited and then of course people get tired you know like people are always like you want to do social change well what are you changing you know know, know. people are like you've not seen something like this before you don't even know how to support it so definitely guys i would encourage us to read some books you know and if you are a christian my goodness please pray to god because nigeria this one is a spiritual aspect but i will talk on it if you follow me on instagram you probably hear me talking about this a lot but i will just say that in the spiritual aspect we need to know that life is more than it's more than the physical there are spiritual dimensions to stuff and people who 
just like you know just like chess now people some people they can play chess very well because they can see steps ahead they can mm. see where they can see more steps ahead people who are spiritual people who are connected to god they operate in that dimension they operate in more than the physical they can operate in the physical too because they are physical beings but when you have access to more dimensions then you have access to it's like it's like having foresight so there are less things that surprise you there are less things that frustrate you because there are less things that it's not like oh you did not anticipate you anticipate more things so those are like if you are not religious if you are a christian definitely try to get connected to god because you know no matter what you are doing being connected to god exposes you to more dimensions and it just makes things easier it may not be as easy as you know it is portrayed or as easy as you want it to be but it definitely makes things easier than it is without god so we're going to be rushing along you know to we have about three more questions and then we can get to the q a session so let's see next question so we're moving out of the phase of challenges i hope you guys have been you know inspired or like okay this is what they're talking about what they're talking about hopefully you are understanding what we're talking about <laughs> What we're talking about and it's helping you in some way or form um so now we're going to mindset so the missing link if you were once again if you have seen the flyer the flyer has the title the missing link and the missing link let me just tell you is mindset you might have you know kind of you might have hinted might have been hinted you know throughout the, the show but the missing link is mindset so you need to have the correct mindset and so we're going to switch it again we're going to start with um or this time and the question for uh what popular mindset okay so i kind of mentioned this right but if you want to mention more so what popular mindsets have you come across when it comes to social things and how did you or how do you respond to this social you know, this mindset you may have come across them before or you may be coming across them constantly so what popular what are the popular ones and like how do you respond to this mindset okay for me the popular mindset that i have heard especially lately will be um waiting on the government to do this to do that to mm-hmm. do this yeah like everybody's like is the government for government this government that then forget this is everybody not just the brain yes we have a part actually it has gotten so bad that some people even blame the government <laughs> for their parental irresponsibility. Like, it's the government that caused it. Like, I mean, there are some things that you personally can do to actually make an impact. You don't have to wait for the government to tell you to do this. Mm-hmm. There is following normal traffic rules. It's not the government that will tell you to follow it is already stated that is for you to follow um littering the floor that is for you to follow not the government coming to meet you again like everyone is mostly like almost everyone is waiting for the government to come maybe the government needs to come and be picking up your debt thing like i feel like everybody has a part to play not just the government people keep on forgetting that the government is everyone not just the people in power Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Um. So, Eunice, is there any particular mindset 
that you have come across or you've been coming across and you're like how do you respond to that yeah i totally agree with what Ores said and i think i'm just going to add to that um the fact that you should believe that it's not just about government but it's about you but then again a lot of people don't feel like they are capable of affecting change um Mm -hmm. like the topic of this is it has a lot to do with your mindset who you see yourself as if you believe that you don't have anything to offer you are actually not going to offer anything but you have a voice and voice is not just the sound that we hear you have a gift you have a talent you have something that um the society can benefit from if you are a writer use that channel that is your voice if you're an artist use that channel that is your voice some people all they have is actually anger they just see abuse and they are angry with abuse do not discard those things and think that you are not capable. That is a pointer to the fact that you are capable of affecting change. Um, if you look at, um, let me take an example from the Bible. Moses was a um, was like was an Israelite, of course, and he was in Egypt. Um, his brothers and sisters were in captivity as well. He saw an Egyptian beating up an israelite one day and any normal person or any average person would have looked at that and walked past like it doesn't concern me it's not my business but something rose up in moses he was angry at that site and he decided to do something about it so um you are capable of doing something do not ever look down on yourself and think that you don't have what it takes god did not put you on planet earth to come and add to the number of people who are suffering or who are allowing things happen to them which be one of those few people who um happen to things and decide that you are going to be a part of this thank you so much for i mean so people you have heard please do not allow things to happen to you happen to things because that, that, that statement you guys just write it down you know take it home put it under your pillow dream about it <laughs> because like in this world it's very very reactive very, we are very reactive you know social media you know like um and i'm not coming against social media because like you know social media is where i put myself but i'm going to say the way we are especially our generation what we have been brought up with the technology we have been brought up with has like uh, programmed us to be very reactive notifications yeah notifications alone you wake up in the morning and it is notifications that are greeting you you spend like one hour on notifications like this is not like you know, i'm not coming for notifications but i'm saying that if you look at our lives most of the day if you break down what i mean like most of us you know we've had that point or we've had that day when we're like it's like nine o'clock and you're like what have i done today that is that is the side effect of the, the reactive life that we live. So that and that is what happens when things are happening to you. you wake up in the morning, it is notifications. You go on WhatsApp, you respond, you talk to people. Those are important things. Like you don't want people, you don't want to be leaving people on arm. You don't want to not know what is going on. But when it is now like at the end of the day, you now look at the ratio. Okay, what did I react to versus? What was what did I cause? What did I like implement? What was the change that right. I impacted in today? Most of us, we are looking under our bed to see what what did I do. 
So, you know, that is just one thing that I would advise us to do. It doesn't have to be drastic. You don't have to be like, ah, my life is uh, clinical, clinical. What will I do? Where will I start from? You can start by taking little steps. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow is Monday. I don't know if you're at home or you're in school or you're about to vacate. But, you know, definitely during this Christmas holiday, you want to, especially during Christmas now, that's when you see your true self. When it is school period, you may think you are serious because you have deadlines. But during the holiday, when you see your true you see your true self. Because there are no no boundaries, no limits. So that you can use this holiday period to analyze yourself. What do I react to? What do I respond to? Now, being reactive is not necessarily all bad. Because as Yini said, some reactions can be, you know can be something that God has put inside of you, reacting to something you are supposed to be working on. But do not let it stop there. Like many Nigerians, we know how to react in anger to people stealing money. But we don't do anything about it. Right. Don't do exactly. So, we don't want to just have the reaction and then go to sleep. That doesn't fulfill purpose. You want to, if it is a reaction that you constantly, maybe your notification is full of, girl child education girl and you're like people why are they not sending these girls to school da, 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 da. all you need to do is not go and sleep actually wake up one day and see what you can do is there an engineer NGO you can work with you can go online and do some research where are girls in you know, the most uneducated in nigeria is there like a program going on there are there people you can work with there organizations you can donate to there or it doesn't have to be something big you can just be like okay Instead of, you know, doing so-so-and-so, today I'm going to post on girl-child education on my Instagram. So it's not going to be, oh, this morning I woke up and I watched Punch or Channels or something and they mentioned in this so-so state people were kidnapped. You can now go on your own social media and be like, you guys, I want to raise awareness. Your own can just be raised awareness. So even if, you know, for for some people, I feel like it's like, oh, okay, social change, where will I start from? Where will I start from? You can start from raising awareness. But the awareness that you will now raise has to be a different kind of awareness. You don't want to follow the awareness of telling people so that they can also be angry too. Because that one is spreading anger. You can raise awareness and be like, oh, okay, you guys. So I went online today. Did you know that in and so states, girls are not allowed to do this. Girls are not allowed to do that. Think about it. And then you can stop them. So, you know, there are so many things that you can do and there's an announcement I will make at the end of this that I hope will help all of us, you know. But thank you so much, Inis and Ore, for sharing, you know, um, you know, the mindsets that you have come across. And, you know, Ore's, um, Ore's uh, should I say, Ore's popular mindset. You people, my goodness. You know, that's my part-time job. <laughs> that's my part-time job, so I don't think I need to comment much on that. But if you know me, I'm the... I'm the government's, I'm the gov- government's uh, constructive criticism number, critic number one. So, you people know, I don't need to expand much on that, but definitely change starts with you. So, when you go out, be the role model that you want to see. Be the government that you want to see. Act as if you were in government. Act as if you were the governor and the president and the lawmaker. When you go out and you see something going on on the road, imagine you were the president. And be like, see now after they say Nigeria is nothing. If you were the president that you see somebody leeching on the road, you know that if somebody else passes that place, they are going to see litter on the road and they are going to say government. So if you are 
quote unquote government in that situation what's your what are you going to do you're going to tell person xyz that please pick up that trash so changing perspective is usually good and it's not just about changing perspective it's actually what you know that's actually the reality we live in but we choose to put that in the back and put all the blame on and project as if we're not part of the government and i think part of it is because it's a psychological defense so that we don't have to take blame or we don't have to carry the burden of what are we now going to do so but you can start with small small things when you see somebody doing something that is not right just you know point out if you don't want to point out don't partake in it if for example now dragging people on social media like you know i'm not going to say much about that but like if that is something that like, you can't blame governments that people are dragging others on social media maybe you don't like people dragging others on social media but you don't want to now join them so that's like you know something that we can try to cultivate if it's something that you don't like you can pretend to be in government shoes as the president you don't want to you can either tell them to stop or you don't engage you don't well the fire so if you see people literally everybody in the bus is throwing something outside if you're not going to tell them to stop don't join them yes in your eyes you may not be like oh eh, so what is my own what is my own one plastic water bottle it's not about what you are doing currently it's about instilling that mindset so that when it comes to something bigger you can actually follow in that footstep so thank you everybody um our next question before the Q&A um, is what is one advice so yeah this is what we are closing with um, is and um, so one advice that you give to Nigerians that are listening currently about starting or joining or maybe they are doing something right now so persevering you know in their personal efforts towards social change uh, something I mentioned before is that there are little pockets, you know, people doing small, small things that we may not know of. And so if some of them are listening right now, they're like, okay, you guys, like, you know, I, I can relate to what you're saying, you know, I don't, or maybe somebody's like, no, I don't really know, I can't really relate. So what I like, you know, what is, or should I, give me not one advice, you know, it seems there are like three categories, but like, you know, what are some things that you would like to tell Nigerians, you know, that are listening right now? about either starting their effort, you know, towards social change, maybe joining, you know, an effort, maybe they don't want to start a whole thing, but they want to join others and they don't know where to start. Or maybe they have their own thing and they're like, you guys, it's hard out here in this street. What is one advice that you give them to persevere? So we can start with, I think it's Guinness. I forgot him. Let me just go back to alphabetical. <laughs> so let's just start with Eunice then. Okay. <clears throat> One thing I would say to Nigerians listening is that your voice matters. It's, mm. it's normal for us to think that there are so many billions of people. In, there's Like Nigeria is so populated. How, um, how does my own effort, how will it affect people? And when you're looking at the numbers, it can be discouraging because there's such a large number of people doing the wrong thing. And, you know, it may be, can be discouraging and intimidating to start. But don't ever see yourself as insignificant. Whatever organization you are in or run, whatever thing that you are involved in that is good, that is a good work, do not ever think that 
um, it is not making a difference. It is. Your voice matters. The, the worst thing you can do to yourself is to make yourself think that you are not, um, you don't matter or what you are doing is not significant. It is. And over the years, you grow in significance. So if you start now, it's really going to help you because you gain a lot of experience and before you know it you are somebody who is doing great things but um you need to start first by believing that your voice actually matters and that you are capable of affecting change in your own life in your community and in nigeria at large thank you so much um you need so or is there some any any advice that you'd like to give to nigerians Okay, yeah, for everyone listening, I agree with what um, Eunice said, yes. Then for those who are about starting, I feel like you shouldn't get discouraged from beginning. Like we said earlier on, that encouragements would not come like easily. So don't wait for validation from others. Just start it and believe that God is going to see you through. For those who are thinking about joining, volunteer anywhere you can do what you think you can do if if it's that you can't start it you can join help help in whatsoever area you can then for those who have already been in it and they want to keep on going they should not relent they should just like keep pushing thank you so much Eunice and Oren so what we're going to be with this okay so now we're going to move on into the Q and A um you know, section. Let me go to Mixel R. So, if you are tuned in on Mixel R currently, um, there is a chat button. Now, I think this option might be available. So, that let me let us do this. So, Mixel R has a chat option, but I know some of us don't have Mixel R downloaded. So, if you don't have Mixel R downloaded, that is okay. Um, you can go to Instagram and send at Kami's view a comment on the latest post but if you have mixer you can send a question on the chat and if you don't have mixer or instagram but you have my number you can send um you can send me a message on whatsapp if you came through oral units because i know they also posted on their platforms you can definitely send your messages to them personally in case you don't have my number, which is totally fine, or you can put it in the chat or on Instagram. So we're just going to wait for some questions right now. And while they are coming in, I will open the floor by asking the first question. Um, so this is kind of related to what we've been talking about. What mindset should um should Nigerians drop? So like you're kind of having because you know. We said or we mentioned that the missing link. So let's say someone here is writing a note and they're like, okay, you guys, you said many things, but like, what are the key giveaways, you know, from this? What are the key giveaways from this? Um, what is it called? From this show we have been listening to for forever and ever. What are some? What what are things I can do now? And they want to start with mindset. So, what are mindsets that they should drop? If they are, so just imagine them, they have like a list, you know, mindsets to drop on one column, mindsets to adapt on one column. So, Unis and Oren, um, I don't know who wants to go first, 
but if you want to go first, you can just um I guess indicate. But like you know, what are some mindsets that Nigerians need to drop? And what are some mindsets that Nigerians need to pick up? Okay, let's just do the reverse way. So let's start with Ore. Okay, for me, um, I would say mindsets that we should drop should be stop normalizing rubbish. <laughs> so many people are already normalizing rubbish. Like we all know that this is rubbish, but then because people are doing it and everybody's like, okay, nobody's talking about it, so mm-hmm. we can just do it and we can just ignore that. Oh, that's it. We should stop normalizing rubbish. Then what we should adapt is we should embrace change once it comes to us. Like there are some things we would have to stop doing. And there's some things that would have to start doing. Would have to embrace change. Yes, we we know that change begins with us, this and that. Once it comes to you, you have to embrace it. Yeah. Thank you. Alright. So, um, Guinness, what are some mindsets that Nigerians need to drop, and some mindsets that Nigerians need to put in their in their cards? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to underline what already just said we should not normalize rubbish somebody puts it i think it was mike murdoch in his book the assignment put it this way he said what whatever we tolerate we will never change as long mm. as you can tolerate something you will never have the willpower to change it but when you decide that we're not going to tolerate this any longer we're not going to tolerate poverty in my community we're not going to tolerate abuse then you have the power to change it so first of all look for things in your area that are not sitting well with you but you have been putting up with for a very long time it's time to say that this cannot stay it's time to say that i can't tolerate this anymore because when you get into that zone into that mindset of non-tolerance and the intolerance you begin to your mind begins your brain and your mind begins to work together to find out ways on how you can stop it from happening or how you can turn the tide so do not normalize rubbish like Ori said or do not tolerate something that is bad then the mindset that you should have is that um, anything is possible <laughs> really the limits that we think are we have are the limits that we have put for ourselves um, I never thought I would be a blogger and I would be writing for people. I've had so many testimonies about how my writing has helped people, how they have changed their life. It never really, it never stopped, it never came to me when I made the blog or when I started the blog that it would have that much influence. There's still room to grow, but at least it wasn't, it, this is, this was um, far beyond my expectation. So do not think that something is impossible. Mm, okay i would just like to throw this question open i feel like a lot of things are abstract um we can start by talking about okay what are the let's get um, a little bit more shall i say real or detailed now what are the ways we can effect social change in our environment in nigeria like localizing it to our communities what are the different things we can do just brainstorm really because i've seen that there's no hard and fast route to it but what ways can we, you know, affect social change? I feel like this is going to give people um, a good place to start. Yeah, no, at this point, um, it's okay. Okay, so definitely that question 
is um actually related to my announcement and i guess this would be the perfect time to announce so you know as what we said and what we basically talked about i've been to many um Especially last year, you know, there were many organized, like many times I went to a conference and I was like, wow, this is actually very nice. I would like to get involved. And then something will happen. Or maybe I will forget, like human memory, you know. So I feel like there are many opportunities in Nigeria, people doing many good things. I have just been privileged to know some people. And on social media, I'm sure there are many people doing many things, you know. And I think last two weeks, about two weeks ago, I went to church and we're having a convention and during one of the messages you know our uh, preacher talked about you know people doing many things that people don't know about them and so what happened actually this has been something i've been working on for a while so i decided to make a platform so kind of like a social networks platform but what the platform is for the platform is to connect people to opportunities for social change so what this platform basically does is that for the average person who is looking to do something in their environment, so maybe they've been to XYZ conference, they're inspired, they're motivated, blah, blah, blah. And they want to get, you know, some, they want to, they want to go and exercise their social change muscles, basically. This platform enables, you know, this platform connects them to other, whether to organizations, to NGOs, to people that they can work with. So that if I sit down in my room, or maybe I have a very nice week and I'm feeling very generous, or I'm feeling very happy and I'm feeling very inspired. Once I open this platform or this website, I just go there and I'm like, okay, I want to help somebody today. And what they all, all they just need to do is to go on there and they see a list of organizations, they see a list of people that you know, maybe organizations that need volunteers, or maybe organizations that need donations, or maybe. They want to support a business or maybe they want to do xyz that platform allows them to do such so you don't have to have a notepad you don't have to follow you know one million organizations just to keep up with what they are doing and try to volunteer or maybe you're like okay um, this person has something i'm not sure whether they are doing it this helps this condenses it for you so it's kind of like social media but for like social change, <laughs> so social media, but for social change, and so that yeah. is what this platform is on. Um, it will be launching. Hopefully, I've been working on it, but there have been many. There are many things that still need to be added, but it's going to be launching next year. It's going to be launching next year. New Year. The plan is to be like, ah, my goodness, I have to, you know. Think of an organization to start a look for an organization. Maybe you don't even know anybody that has an NGO. You're not, maybe you're like in a secondary school or like in a tertiary. And I like, I don't know anybody. Like the people I follow on social media, they're in Kaduna. So, logging into this platform will connect you to an organization in Lagos that you can volunteer with or that you can donate to or that you can maybe you want to, maybe they're, they're looking for people to work on their social media platforms so them as a volunteer so you can do things like that so that's what this platform is for but you know just to answer the question in general that as you may said you need to open your eyes you need to be more active so i think that you know what as the bible says i'll say when you ask you shall receive when you seek you shall find i think when we talk about social change the thing that happens to most of us is that we have the conversation or we go to the conference and then we exit 
and then when we exit as we left that conference the topic of social change has also left our minds so i think it, it has to be something that you need to have on the back burner of your mind so i'm sure that if we you know have that in our subconscious um should i say more uh, more frequently we would actually see opportunities that we may have been missing for you know during the thing for giving us your time and thank you to everybody else you know, that may be listening to this or listening to this um, or the recording after we just i guess the goal of this was just to i mean this conversation you know hopefully it's one that's inspired you but we also know that this conversation is not is not new to you so hopefully you can benefit from you know something that we have said and when you check out the platform i'll announce the platform more formally on my network so that everyone can be familiar with that but definitely um i also just add you know our minister as you may say if you do know people because i did mention that for people who may not know people it's sometimes it's like a little hard you know to find what to do but if you know people try to get involved in what they are doing so if you have a friend that blogs like he needs go on there you know once in a while and encourage them so you may, you may be like how does the encouraging them help the thing is that people that do social as, as we have mentioned is a very hard something so your job may not be to at least in that situation may not be to go out and help people directly but your job may be to help the person helping people so and i think that one is even it's like all those back end is it the engineers all the background job all those background encouragements even though you know people who are involved in social change we should not wait for encouragement the encouragement does help when it comes so if you are that person that knows a bunch of people you know that are doing something like that say yeah and the person is so nice don't just go on scroll on instagram and be like oh, say yeah so nice drop a comment let them know because as they are posting that thing maybe they're like oh hey guys okay well, i've done another one no thank god so having that encouragement you know allows them to know that okay people are seeing us and they are you know appreciating what we are doing um thank you so much Denise and all right i hope y'all have a wonderful rest of your weekend rest you know enjoy christmas <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't eat too much cheese <laughs> <laughs>